1: You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hey, guys. We have a exciting CarCast episode for you today. I'm going to give you my thoughts on the McLaren 765LT, and we're going to talk to the guys at Rockstar Garage and some of the cool cars that they are building. Uh, before we get started, a word from Madison Reed. Mister, maybe you're working from home and staring at you or your coworkers gray hair on video, and you're thinking about, hey, I'm going to color my hair. Well, you're not alone. Madison Reed Mister, it's gray blending, natural-looking color for your hair and beard. I saw the before and after shots. They look great. It doesn't have that shoe polish look. It's pretty natural. looks good. So maybe you just want a little more pepper and a little less salt. Well, Madison Reed Mister makes it easy to find your color match on their website. It's quick and easy. It's just apply a little color gel to your hair. Then apply the activator. You wait about 10 minutes, then rinse and shampoo. Plus, they deliver right to your door. Super easy. Just go to MadisonReadMr.com. That's MadisonReadMr.com and use the code ADAM10 for 10% off plus free shipping on your first box. Again, that's MadisonReadMr.com. Use the code ADAM10 for 10% off. <laughs> Hello, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator. DeAndre here with Bill Goldberg. Good morning. How are you? Sounds
2: like we started off in fourth gear on that intro.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's going. Uh, <laughs> I think it's. It's, uh, it's going all right. Ah, oh, man, we've got all kinds of stuff. We've got a guest coming in today as well. He's going to call in and tell us about a Mustang build that's going on. Uh, before we kick things off, a uh, word from our friends at Dodge. We all know that Dodge means horsepower and muscle, but did you know that J.D. Power ranked Dodge number one for initial quality? JD Power also named Dodge the automotive company with the best driver appeal for mass markets. So there's never been a better time now to join the brotherhood of muscle. See your local Dodge dealer today or visit dodge.com. All right. So we got some uh some interesting news. Uh first a little bit of the 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 bad news. The bad news is Lewis Hamilton has the Rona. Unfortunately for him, he caught the COVID-19 He's going to have to sit out uh, a race, uh, uh, maybe two. Who knows? It's going to put a little bit of a. Now he's already locked. He's so far ahead in the points. If you guys are following F one, he's already, like it's going to make a difference. He's already got the championship <clears throat> pretty much locked. Uh, you know, he's a young guy. He's thirty five. He's in great shape. He'll be fine. It's just going to be kind of a bummer because he was kind of queued up to set a couple more like world records. You know, if he's got 11 races this season, and he has a shot of winning uh, 13, which would have uh, tied Sebastian Vettel's record, which he, you know for 13 that he set in 2013 with with Red Bull and uh he looks like he might be missing out on clinching a one hundredth pole position he's got ninety eight now, but uh setting out the race i think is going just means he's going to have to come back next year and and knock out all of these uh exactly. all, all of these all of these world records but i i I think he was kind of hoping that you know end the you know end of season get it all you know done now have a you know when it comes time to renegotiating that contract, he's got a lot more, <laughs> a lot more things to. to you know. I don't think
2: he's lacking in in any ammunition at a renegotiation. Now
1: you know it's f- it's funny. I I brought this up uh, in a conversation, just kind of among friends. I said, you know, he's a young guy. He's still fast. He's at the top of his game. He's paid very very well. Uh, do you, how long do you go for and. And when does money make a difference? Do you pull a Seinfeld and go out on top? Because uh, at some point you can't keep getting a raise every year because it just financially won't make sense. So at some point do you do you retire, or at some point do you go, hey, you're already paying me so much money. I know if I ask for more, it means. No, because you physically can't do it. Like, you're just, it's just not going to be there anymore. Right. And unless you come up with alternative ways of pulling money from within this company or that company, like, at what point do you go, hey, this is enough money? And I don't know what the number is because it's, I'm sure it's ridiculous 60 million, 80 million, 90 million, whatever it was. Right. And because I'm thinking about like Michael Schumacher's salary way back in the day when. Uh, he was at his prime when Mike Tyson was at his prime. And I remember both of those guys sort of competing for like highest paid athlete in the world before endorsements, right? So because neither of those guys did a lot. Like Tyson, I don't even think, did hardly any endorsements. And it, his height was like $90 million in, in one one year, uh, you know, without the endorsement. So I don't know. Like if you're paying – Lewis Hamilton's, I don't know, $60 million or whatever the number is. I could be way off. I could be half or double. Who knows? But if you're paying a guy $60 million and go, yeah, you know, the budget for the team is, is capped out and what we could do and it doesn't make sense and we love winning, but, we, you know, do you mind signing a three year contract at $60 million and then, I don't know, we give you some free cars and shit? Like, what else could we do?
2: <laughs> Maybe lose him to Ferrari.
1: I, I you know again I just I just think there's going to be a tap out at some point right like I I, I would imagine I, I would imagine athletes and and other sports face this at some point like when does the I'm income just, you know, of the you team? Can you talk to
2: somebody else about this um, at <laughs> this point? Because I'm just being hypocritical by saying he should retire at, at the height of his career.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's not a. It for him. He's got. Uh, he's made enough money, and he can definitely roll with endorsements and do all types of testing, TV hosting. There's he. He, he doesn't. Retiring doesn't mean he goes away,
2: right? No, just paying him to wear the Mercedes logo on his shirt. I think will be enough for them.
1: Yeah, and look. It, I mean, retiring could also mean he pulls a Leno, where you retire, but. You kind of stay on the salary, not at that same salary, but you're staying on to basically not go to another network. You know, like Leno gets paid to not go to Fox, right? Absolutely.
2: I see that as the scenario unfolding
1: (laughs) here. You know, something along the lines of that. But anyway, we've got that that that's going on. Um, Did a little driving the past few days. Been doing a little driving. And some I can talk about, some I can't talk about. I can tell you this. I've got, I picked up the McLaren 765 LT.
2: Just talk about that.
1: And it is fantastic. (laughs) So I took it out to a Bronco sport event. Ford put on a fantastic event to do all these crazy things in a Bronco sport. Now, That is embargoed. We can't talk about that until next week. I can't give driving impressions. I can tell you we drove it. I can show you pictures, but we can't give driving impressions. Some people ask about why the embargo, by the way, if you're a little confused by why the embargo, what that means. It means you can't talk about it yet. Uh, The reason why is sometimes they distribute press releases and information to different people at certain times. Um, Also, for an event like this, especially now because of COVID, they're only allowed to have a certain amount of, of people there. To drive the cars, one person per vehicle, or if you you're the driver, you can bring one photographer or something with you or videographer with you. Uh, everything is is, you know, temperature check and limited vehicles. So what happens is, is they have to do this driving event almost every day, two shifts a day for a week. So if I did it on a Tuesday and someone's going in on Friday, it's unfair for me to tell you all about it. And then those guys go, I can't tell you yet because I haven't driven it yet. So Absolutely. basically, that's kind of how the embargo works. So they're wrapping up all the drives this week. And Monday, the embargo lifts because everything will be done. And then we can all talk about it and share our opinions and all that stuff. So that's kind of why that's happening. But um, – while we were there, uh, we got to do all sorts of driving and in, uh, in the Bronco Sport. They did have the Bronco there. They had the the full size Bronco two door, uh, which which looks awesome. That I posted up on like my Instagram story. I'll get a few more po- uh, photos. It definitely looks badass. Uh, and uh, don't discount the sport. I will tell you that much. <clears throat> but this is what happened. We went out to this, uh, this town called. Frazier Park, I believe it. Is. It's about an hour and a half outside of LA. It's way up in the mountains. It's gorgeous. There's there's people riding dirt bikes and off road trails and overlanding and all this stuff. Uh, all this cool stuff. I was like, this is a great time to to take the McLaren out, really kind of stretch its legs, take it way up on the five freeway, open it up a little bit, have a little fun with it, and and I'm doing that, and then I realized when we get to this uh, to this park area (laughs) there's about a mile of just dirt road to get to about a mile and a half of dirt road so i'm i'm driving i got the front axle lifted in the air i don't want it to hit anything but the 765 lt is the lighter weight hotter version of the 720s and, Perfect for a four-wheeling. And what I'm telling you is, is there's no real sound deadening and everything's carbon fiber. And all you just hear, it just sounds like somebody's shot peening this thing with with a pebble gun. It's just, you just hear, and the tires are just grabbing every rock. And there's you're in a dust cloud. You can barely see. And you're going like four miles an hour, just going slow. But it's just, it's got to be the dirtiest McLaren <laughs> ever. And, we, we pull it up there, and the guys are like, oh, the cool McLaren, probably not the best event to be, right? I was like, I didn't know it was going to be a mile and a half of Dirt Road when we got here. The freeway has been fantastic the whole time. Well,
2: hopefully McLaren doesn't subscribe to the podcast and hear you telling that story. I don't know uh, if they'll be letting you drive any more of their
1: Well, they they do a good job in doing a lot of, like, underneath the doors and the skirts and all that stuff. They've got the uh, paint protection film. They've got all the clear bra stuff, which is Excellent. fine. And, and as soon as we... Uh, in that little town we left at night, there was uh, a, a car wash, like a do it yourself car wash thing where you just grab the, the gun. Now, at those car washes, I don't usually grab the brush because the brushes are dirty and it scratches paint. So I just use the high pressure water and the soap and just clean it up as much as possible. Uh, you know, blast out everything, make sure there 's no rocks, the wheels it 's covered in dust everywhere, just so it does just so it 's not embarrassing to drive home for the next hour and a half, even at night and then a, a lot of times i 'll just wash it myself because i 've got the good gear at home and, and clean sponges and clean sh- you know chamois like i don 't have to worry about. It somebody's monster truck rolling into the into the <laughs> d- do-it-yourself car wash and, and getting the brush and it's just riddled with little pebbles and rocks. If yeah. you have to use the brush, okay, this is what I do is, is the big soapy brush that hangs up on the w- wall there is hose off your the car with the high pressure and then use the high pressure thing to hit the brush first. Absolutely. You know, make sure you get that brush real good. And then if you're going to use the brush on something, uh, go ahead. Uh, I guess, but uh, so anyway, it's parked out front. Um, The thing's an animal like we, we, we had some roads that there were basically kind of open and uh, not exactly closed off, but essentially closed off because there was driving events and stuff going on. And what, what a beast of a car, you know, how much I love the 720s, and we got to close off Angeles crest and film up there. So that was kind of got spoiled to be able to do that for two days. And, and I was like, that car is scary fast. And then you get into a seven sixty five five LT and you are like, man, this thing is nuts. Now it it does make you a little nervous because now you hear everything more than before without any like sound deadening. You are just it, it. It the floors are like a carbon fiber floor with like with just a a a, a carpet you know just a r- mat like st- you know. Clip to the clip to it, you know. So if you pull the mat out, it's just all carbon fiber right there. So, yeah. man, you just hear every little pebble, every little, every little pebble, every piece of road. But now and, you drove
2: the Senna, correct?
1: That's that's coming in a day.
2: That's yeah. you, I can't wait to hear the comparison performance wise between what yeah. you think.
1: Yeah, now we're not out on the track, so we're, we can't get Understood. anywhere near the capabilities of these cars, but. Listen, the, you you think about twelve cylinder and eight cylinder and turbo and turbo lag and whatever, but I'm, McLaren's got it dialed in. That engine is fantastic, and if you're doing eighty miles an hour and you just slap the the, the accelerator to the floor. That thing still launches at eighty and pulls to one forty before your eyes start to blur, and you're like "What you, you, time to back off like it just pulls for days and it is it is fantastic and and that's in a normal mode when you click it into sport or or track you know there's there's two dials in there you there's a button that says active and you you hit that button to activate the dials and there's a comfort sport, and track mode both for the engine for the power. And for the suspension, and you can you can dial them in independently. So, if you just want to stretch its legs, you can turn up the 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 power of the engine. I'm not sure you're increasing power, but throttle sensitivity, exhaust note, you know, uh, things like that. Just the reaction times, um, it makes it a little little more scary or a little less scary right nice. in comfort mode there's a little bit of delay on the throttle right so it's not you know if you're, if you're sitting in traffic it's not jerking around and yeah. like you know it makes it, it they put a little bit of a lag in it so it makes it drivable but as soon as you're in sport mode or track mode that's gone <laughs> the thing is just just a beast and uh it, it's just fantastic there was a few of them that are uh that have been being driven around. Uh, you can follow Justin Bell as well. He did a, a bunch of videos on his Instagram of of one of the seven sixty five LTS, but his had the the engine scoop and a little bit. I think it was blue and a couple different features than what I the one I've been driving. But the one I've been driving is four hundred thirty thousand dollars. So <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Buddy of mine, uh, <laughs> yeah. Buddy of
2: mine ordered his you know months ago and. I got to tell you, color combination, it's that light blue with the tan interior.
1: That is it's nice.
2: Absolutely the most gorgeous car
1: yeah. I've ever seen. The one I was driving was orange with uh with the black interior, it had a lot of suede yeah. and stuff. I, and it was good and it stood out, but you're right, you can get a little more creative. There's there is it's a beautiful. line, there's a line there where you can get a a color that stands out but still come off as kind of elegant. And, and you're yes. right. That that color that you're talking about, that sort of blue, blue-gray, uh, yeah. it really makes a difference. And I agree. I think it should have a, a little bit brighter interior because the the... The McLaren feels a little Spartan on the interior. When you look at Lamborghini and you look at Ferrari, they do such wonderful jobs on the interior. I Mm. like the ergonomics. Everything works for me, but it just feels a little Spartan and some brighter colors and and to to bring out some more of that. Like I got in, it's just Alcantara everywhere, black seats, Alcantara dash, black, black, black everywhere. And the only difference is – it's just some textures from carbon fiber to to the alcantara stuff. Yeah, um, it needs some accents. But it, but it does. It does need a few things. Now, um not the most comfortable car in the world. By the time you put the race seats in it, which it slides forward and back, but it doesn't lean back and to raise it or lower it, there's three positions and you got to take the screws out and put it in. So, um God. I I'll tell you that seat uh I fit well in the seat i i 'd like to have raised it up one notch to the to the was middle. it the
2: racing seat
1: yeah, it was uh I, you know it is the lightweight racing seat it wasn't too bad considering I spent three three and a half hours in the car an hour and a half you know or so each way. To this event. Well, you're a
2: buck of five, remember?
1: Yeah, right? Uh, but I'll tell you, that seat, you're not going to fit in it. There's no way your shoulders no, would no fit way. in it. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to lean back in it. You're, you'd have to push your shoulders forward. You, you would get stuck. It, it just wouldn't work. It, it it wouldn't it wouldn't work in it at all, um oh, he's
2: safe, then I can never take his car out.
1: <laughs> you know, unless there's an optional seat, uh you know, maybe you can get a regular he, seat in or something like that, I, I don't know,
2: yeah, he's got the regular seat in his. he did not get the racing seat it was he didn't like it by any stretch of imagination because I think he had it in his seven in his seven twenty mm-hmm. but uh and and he's not that much taller than you, he's a lot wider, there's no question, but uh yeah he's he prefers that other seat hands down to the racing seat.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, when it comes down to sheer performance, that 765 is an absolute animal. You will you will have fun with that car. And if you're yeah. just going to hit the track or, or even just go out on a week into a Cars and Coffee, you're going to be fine with it. But if you're doing anything more than that, I, I, I think you, you, you step back and just go to the 720 and get a good sound system in it and get a little bit, you know, get some of the sound deadening materials, get a more comfortable seat in it. You're not going to be upset about the power. And by the way, there are people tuning it. You can you can put an exhaust or something on it or yep. or whatever. Like if there's a couple of horsepower that you think you're missing, whatever the weight difference is, I don't even think it's 100 pounds. It's can't be much. Whatever, you know. That's cool on paper, but I mean – Really, it's also like who's driving it—is somebody with you, Is somebody not with you? I mean, for for what you're sacrificing to get that hundred-pound weight difference, it it wouldn't make a difference to me. You know, you, you're literally a hundred pounds more than I am. So, <laughs> right? I mean, I throw
2: that hundred pounds out the window as far as the weight difference. Is yeah, going that's what I'm them. saying. Like, what Note difference quest. is it going to make?
1: I mean, you know, awesome. just just. Uh, I don't know, go to the bathroom and don't eat for two days before you get in the car if you feel weight is the difference. It's funny because a- Adam joked about this stuff uh back when when he was doing Long Beach Grand Prix, you know because he got a car and, and they picked the numbers out of the hat and there's like a ceremony, and guys are getting fifty four and forty seven and Adam got like eight. And Adam's like, I'm already winning because it's one number. I've reduced the weight. I don't have to put twice as many stickers on the car. And oh, you know, it was, was it
2: still the Celica?
1: It, it, no, well, that was the FRS at some point. He did the Celicas oh, oh. and then the FRS, uh, the Scions or the Scion, yeah. yeah, and then the FRS, yeah. But he was just kind of making joke of the, the weight difference, you know, because people in those. You know, like we love Patrick Warburton, but Patrick Warburton's a tall guy; he's a big guy, right? And you have somebody like Patrick Warburton, and then I don't know. You have, uh, you know, Trisha Helfer. You know, and you're like, well, well, yeah. <laughs> it was like when I did.
2: It, you know, <laughs> you know? Uh, you got me, and then you got uh, uh, who was the Olympic swimmer who ended up smoking me? I can't remember what it was, but she. Oh you
1: know, Torres, was it Torres? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She was. Yeah, she did it before.
2: I blew the tranny trying to catch her, man. And, you know, I mean, her car was 100 pounds more than mine because of my weight. And the thing doesn't weigh, but, you know, God knows anyway. So, I mean, that made a huge difference and shows my superior driving ability. (laughs) <laughs> to be
1: able to keep up with it. <laughs> uh yeah in the racing segment it does on the street i think uh like you can't go wrong with any of these cars if you can get one if you can afford no. one and it's in your But i don't lineup. think it's but,
2: anything you and i are going to have to be uh
1: i am not uh am
2: running I mean, through our mind
1: yeah i'm still just trying to buy a mustang and get my truck in one piece but uh, i had an interesting
2: car experience this last weekend my same mm-hmm. friend who who i said ordered the 765 came in town with his wife and he was looking at a at a Rolls, it was like a two seventeen uh, Phantom four door, uh, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And ironically, <clears throat> it was here in town, hmm. in Bernie, Texas. So we went and drove it. She absolutely loved the car. We 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 uh, looked the car, you know, looked at it up and down, and I noticed that the tires. I mean, it, the original tires on the car. The car had twelve thousand miles. They were cracking, all of them, all four of them. Hmm. So. Um, He speaks to uh, his McLaren dealer who has, you know, a a relationship with these people. He says, don't worry about it. You want the car? I'll make a trade for it. He calls later in the day. Um, They won't put new tires on the car. Why? It's a $160,000 Rolls Royce. Yeah. Roll it out the door for a sale. in the same day, they wouldn't put new tires on the car. How about that?
1: That's amazing
2: amazing so what do you do he told him to shove it and he bought another one
1: yeah I mean that's what you do go buy one with it's just yeah you know in customer
2: service and people that sell so many cars these days some of them don't feel as though they have to rely upon any customer service anymore bullshit so you know just just the story out there I'm sure a number of people have had little stories like that but yeah it's amazing that, that that people can do that so and I won't mention their name just to be nice
1: yeah, well, look, it happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know, well, it's just um, it's
2: it's asinine to me. You know, if I was the salesperson, I yeah. would have gone out with the commission that I was going to make on the car and bought a thousand dollars with the tires and put them on. Just a real world story, you know, that uh, even us, even we deal with stuff like the, that.
1: So. They're going to love that Rolls Royce. We we did quite a bit with the Rolls, <laughs> and even road trip to Monterey that Rolls Royce ghost. And uh, well,
2: uh, I can I can tell you, I ain't never been in one. i have never well, I, I've driven in one once, but. Uh, I, I was driving in the back seat like this, first of all, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I wouldn't be seen. But it, you know, it was white on white four-door. the thing was absolutely unbelievable, drove like a cloud. That's
1: what I'm like, saying. They call it the a magic carpet ride. It is the nicest <sighs> riding thing you can be in. I don't, I, you know, I'm telling you, it's, it, you think a little bit about it and you're like, oh, I'm not doing a music video. I don't need one of these. But, uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but you start driving one or being driven in one and, uh, and you're like, this is the nicest driving car. We did our road trip to, to Monterey and back and and I just did the Rolls-Royce Ghost recently, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And did a ride event, a drive event, and uh You in, ever in driven
2: Monterey. anything close to it?
1: Bentley is pretty close.
2: Is it close?
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty close. I, I think the Bentley's starting to lean a little bit more performance, a little sportier, yeah. and uh but the ride I think is is better. By the way, that ghost uh, if you got a Ghost, the four-door, the new Ghost, they made some changes. It's an even smoother ride. It is just – It's weird-looking,
2: most- though. It's yeah. a, it's a strange-looking car. The body lines are completely different. It's more of a it's more of a cloud than it is – I mean, there, there's no real distinct – I don't know. I'm just being picky. I, I like the little older ones better. But. Um, all anyway, right. Let's talk to That's Nick. another car we won't have to deal with.
1: with <laughs> yeah, not for a <laughs> while. I like it, but uh... – Uh, Not one I'm going to be getting anytime soon, Uh, but getting a a little bit used is the way to go. We're going to talk to Nick Ashby. We got Nick coming in. Chris is going to get him up on the screen here. All right. This is Nick Ashby from Rockstar Garage. Uh, You're building this Quadrum Mustang. Um, It has something to do with the cyberpunk video game, but I don't have all the information on it. So let's start with uh, what's your shop? What's Rockstar Garage? How are you affiliated with Rockstar Energy Drink? And uh, what kind of stuff are you building over there?
3: About 10 years ago, um, I got back from Iraq doing some stuff over there. And at the same time, I started building cars with GM and Dodge. And Rockstar kind of saw me and they asked if I wanted to be their builder. And about 10 years ago, we started Rockstar Performance Garage. And we do a lot of stuff in the off road, some stuff in the important muscle. Um, but, you know, we just do a lot of fun stuff. And they brought this project to me earlier this year and said, Hey, we have an in house project we have going on that we need you to build. A giveaway car for, and they started talking to me about you know, what type of car we wanted to build, and then we settled on the 1970 fastback.
1: Let me let me step back a bit about uh, some of the cars that you're building for Rockstar. Why does Rockstar Energy Drink build cars? <laughs> and are you building cars for their athletes, for their professional racers, or are you building uh, street cars for, for for these for these for so, well, who, who are you building well, cars for?
3: So what Rockstar Performance Garage is, is we're like, think about it this way. We're like a business to business or a brand coordination company. We work with a lot of the big brands, k and Mickey Thompson, American Racing, you know, all core brands, about 30 of them. And we actually do strategic marketing with them and Rockstar. So we build display cars, SEMA cars, dollar cars, things like that with Rockstar tied into them. Then we also work with these other companies to tie Rockstar into their marketing on the automotive side as well. So okay. we don't work with the race teams. I stay out of that world. Um, I'm more of an influencer grassroots builder. And, you know, like we build a lot of off-road Jeeps. There's a couple behind me. Um, one of our famous ones is called Gridlock. Any given day during you know the month, that thing will have like 4 million views online. It's crazy. It's um, so on a 46-inch tire. That's, that's pretty insane stuff. But we'll take that thing out and hit different like off-road parks throughout the country while we're sampling drinks, while we're, you know, engaging with enthusiasts because – To me, there's like two ways you influence the car market. You either get in there and just throw a bunch of money at it, which really doesn't build a core there or any love for it, or you do things, you know, where you get out and you actually engage with the consumer on their level. And it's more like a grassroots traditional marketing that we do, and it's, you know, it's been very effective. Um, We have a lot of partnerships with brands because of it, and we create a lot of in-house content here because of it, you know, through YouTube and all that stuff.
1: Okay, so tell us about the Mustang. How did this project come up?
3: So, um, man, it feels like a different world. But <laughs> earlier this year, before all this stuff happened, um, we started this project. And this project got brought to us in the, in the hopes of building a giveaway car for someone to win through this video game promotion, everything the Rockstar is doing. And at first, they you know, they brought it in and they said they wanted to do like a Hellcat or a Charger which I'm sure Goldberg would have appreciated, but um you know You have to satiate the other people in the world. You know, if you do. And the other thing is is it's kind of like and I don't mean this to be anything, but anyone can go in and buy one of those cars right now, right? So I wanted to give someone something that's like more more traditional American, that's harder to get. And it's not something you see every day, it's a little bit more unique. And finding an actual like clean fastback Mustang. And then when you look at the actual Quadra in the game that we had to inspire this thing off of, a lot of the cars now don't have those cars because it was based on older modern muscle. And they just kind of took four or five different types of models and slapped them together and made the Quadra. Um, but, you know, we, we ended up on this because, it, to me, it's it's going to give someone like a piece of America, if that makes sense. And, and you're winning, like, like, you're winning that. You Rockstar is an American company. A lot of the brands I work with are American companies. So I, I definitely wanted to give, like, that piece because – um, in our YouTube video, we just launched on the first episode of this. Um, the actual game designer said that he designed this and it was inspired off of American muscle. So that's what kind of went with it. Um, but, you know, the Rockstar brought it to me, Carter brought it to me from the gaming department and said, hey, here's what we want to build. We want to do this. Well, right when this whole pandemic hit, is right when they brought it to us. So in the middle of this pandemic, we're like, how do we go get the car in Atlanta that we found? How do we bring it back here? how do we get all the parts? Because people are like shutting down their businesses mm-hmm. and going into this whole like safety mode. And so it just turned into this whole thing, but you know, because we have a lot of great partnerships, we were able to pull in um, through partnerships and everything. We were pulling an additional 70K in just support in this build in less than a month in the middle of all this pandemic stuff. And then we were able to build this car in just over a month. So it took us about 33 days to build this car start to finish. Um, wow. Our shop and knocked it out um and we have a ton of content that we're gonna be putting out on the actual build um, but that's kind of how we settle on the car and, and what the whole premise of the car is
1: yeah i don't think i'd be telling people you can build a car in 30 days because then everyone's going to want one in 30 days <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily.
3: Yeah, I, would, I would be slammed in here with a bunch of cars we only build cars for that are marketing SEMA. um like a brand relationship car, if that makes sense. Like, we've had a couple of celebrity cars in here, but that's because, like, Kanan will call us and say, Hey, we need this car to for the celebrity. And then we'll shoot, like, the document, uh, documentary on it.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. It Makes sense. So tell us about uh, the the video game, uh, Cyberpunk video game. I'm actually not aware of this game.
3: And I, I can say this I'm not a gamer. Like, I remember when I was a kid and I was playing video games, my parents used to, like, smack the hell out of me and tell me to go outside and fly. And, it's like I look at them in disappointment, saying, "I could be a celebrity right now if you would have let me play that video game a little bit more, Mom." But <laughs> nowadays, um, video games are taking over the world. They're like the new superstar stuff. So, what this video game is, um, from what I see, is it's set in a dystopia in the future. It's all about modding things out, right? So, I'm going to guess a lot of car guys are going to love this game because you get to mod the cars out in the game. But the other thing is, is it's set in this future of 2077 that you're actually modding yourself as well. And you play as this character, V, who's kind of like starting out in the outskirts and he has to work into this megapolis through like these crime syndicates and like all this crazy stuff. And then his goal, or like anyone's goal in this game, is to get that last mod that makes them like everlasting, last live forever. Like found abuse and stuff. So you know, sounds it's, like all car guys. Exactly, right? <laughs> it's like, it's forever. And you're gonna play with your car. It's like why would you want to play this game? Exactly. So. All
1: right. So tell us about some of the some of the stuff you had to do to this car. Some of the things you guys chose to do. Some of the mods. A little bit of the styling. Tell us about the car.
3: You a, you know you, you have a car sitting behind me that's 50 years old. So we had to bring this car 100 years into the future set for this game. Um, the paint job that originally came on this thing was like that OEM banana yellow that came on these Fastbacks from uh, from Ford. And, and it was just, it, it wasn't pretty. hideous. Um, yeah. So we had to like, completely strip the car down. We did a Bentley black paint job on this thing. So it's just beautifully black. Uh, then the yellow you actually see is a wrap. Because being a car guy, like whoever wins this car, I want them to be able to do whatever they want to do with it. And they might not want to keep that yellow theme on it forever. So literally everything that we did to this car can be, everything can be reversible and you can restore this car back to the original Mustang. That was one of the things that I kind of got in a little bit of arguments with during this process was we were like, Oh, we'll cut the car up and do this and do that. And I was like, no, like I'm not going to just completely destroy this car. Like you see some shows do where you lose the essence of the car and, you know, I mean, thank you. And, and it's one of those things that it's like if you look behind me where you see the black rising up on the rear quarter above that rear tire, it looks like we did some mod work there on the stuff. But that's all just using the different contrast of color to make it look like the car's sitting higher in the rear than it is in the front, doing things like that where you can undo that. They're not making any more of these cars. And I don't want to be another one of those people just destroy these cars. Good man.
1: All right, now tell us uh, what, what, what's powering the car, what's underneath the car, what, what were some so, of the, the companies you well, work with on this?
3: It's a little bit of controversy online. Um, we had the option to do like a full crate motor in this thing if we wanted to and drop five horse in it, but I chose not to. Um, again, going to that whole traditional thing of doing the 1970 Mustang, we kept the original engine and the original transmission in this, went through them, they're all good. And then what we did is went with fast EFI and did a full fuel injection on this. So this entire car is all ramped through a computer system like a modern car would be. It's all on RideTech coilovers. We have a nine-inch rear in this thing with a Yukon uh, limited slip rear end. Uh, third member. So it's like you have this car that has been brought to the future, but it's not lost all of its OEM history, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. And what have you guys done to the interior?
3: So the interior uh, has a ton of carbon fiber in there from Anvil Auto. So does the exterior Um, I think we have literally everything that Matt makes for it. And then um, we had status seats send us their classic style seats, but we actually went through those and we had Stitchcraft redo all of them based off of the mods you can do in the game to make it look like the interior in the game. So when you look at these, they look like um, low back coupe race seats, but they're actually designed off of the same uh, seats in the game. And then it has a carbon fiber steering wheel in it. Um, the old cluster that was in this thing, if you've ever seen an old car, yeah. they're very hard to read. They're not legible. They're you know 50 years old. So Dakota Digital's worked with us and actually put one of their nice systems in this. It, I think it's their HFX system. And it's all digital now. So everything actually runs with the fast. So you have current everything on this. Um, you can check your RPMs. There's an RPM limiter on it now. There's also fuel management in there. So you can watch what's going on with your car through an onboard display computer system that's actually in the dash, as well as all the digital displays.
1: Awesome. So how do we – you said it's going to be a giveaway car. Talk about that. How we are going to – you're doing a video series online that sort of documents the build of this thing, so we can follow yeah, along with so that.
3: You can go so to our YouTube. It's forward um, slash Rockstar Garage. The first episode dropped. The next episode drops next Monday. Um, and then the third episode drops the Monday after So the way you win this car is there's five cans that have been made from Rockstar Energy that are a cyberpunk 2077 edition cans. You take you buy any one of those cans um and you flip the lid on it, literally the tab, and there's a code on the back of that tab. You go to the website 2077.rockstarenergy.com and you input that code. That's it. And then every one of those cans is also worth a dollar on Xbox. And then there's a ton of other swag you can win along the way, um, comics, hats, hoodies, um, headphones, any of that kind of stuff. It's all on that website. It's 2077.rockstarenergy.com. But it's a super easy thing to enter, and when you don't have to do anything else, literally just buy a can of Rockstar and then input that code. And, you know, it's pretty simple. And there's five five cans.
1: Awesome. So you buy the Rockstar cyberpunk video game cans. It's kind of a Willy Wonka thing going on. And if you're lucky enough to get the golden ticket, <laughs> the uh, golden ticket, <laughs> then uh, you get the you get the cool Mustang that these guys built as well. Well, it sounds like it's uh, it's fun. So what's coming up next for you guys? What's what's you guys got thoughts on the next project over at the garage? Um,
3: <sighs> it's it's kind of a a crapshoot over here when it comes to projects. Um, you know, this project literally got dropped into our lap and we had 30 days before we actually started it. And, you know, it's, it's we're very fast and mobile here. Um, we're kind of guerrilla warfare. And on um, what we get done, um, we have a lot of off-road stuff coming up. We're gonna be out at King of the Hammers with some of our new builds, some of the stuff that we have going on. Um, we're doing obviously this press tour right now that we're with you guys. And then we have, um, I'm, I'm also a big Harley guy so we have some destination rides that my team and I kind of like shut down for a week a year. We've done Africa, Greece. I think we're just going to stay in the States this year and go do some like Sedonia rides, stuff like that. Um, but other than that, you know, it's just, I don't think a car guy's life ever stops. We just kind of take on more projects and then <laughs> as, as soon as projects get done, you Just kind of like all of a sudden, you have more projects to do, and I'm going to guess Goldberg can probably
1: I they don't yeah, even well, have to tag, get
2: my tagline, you know, is who's next, but it's actually what's next,
1: yeah. Exactly. Right? You, you don't even have to finish the first project before you start the second project. I, I know that for sure. I've got several in the works, yes, you
2: do, but those yes, are I continual do. projects that yeah.
1: never end. Uh, they're moving along, though. We got work done on them, and uh. Uh, things like that. All right, so it's a Rockstar Garage. You guys uh, buy buy the cans, buy the Cyberpunk Rockstar cans, pop the top, and uh, maybe you can win a chance for this thing. Uh, it'd be fantastic. I, I'm sure you guys are going to love it. Uh, follow the Rockstar Garage on Instagram, and uh, you can check these guys out on their uh, Rockstar Garage YouTube channel as well. Follow the build of this car and uh, jump in, comment, chat with these guys. I think you guys going to have a good time doing it. Nick, thanks so much, and uh, good luck with the... Uh, with the next uh, with the next venture, you guys are going to be going on.
3: Great job, Nick. Hey, appreciate it, man. Definitely. Keep it going, brother. Beautiful car. I will try to. No, you will.
2: I- I'm sure you will.
3: <laughs> um, hey, real quick, huge shout out um, to Adam. When I was in Iraq, with like my team, we used to always watch the Man Show. The
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Last. Like it was so awesome. Then and I can now think that I'm here, you know, on his show doing this stuff with you guys. And obviously go over all the stuff I used to always watch with you.
2: You know what I mean? Well, it's thank just, you like, for your service, my brother. Anything that anybody did to take your mind away from that BS going on over there, man, we're, we're greatly appreciative you're able to find something. So, again, thank you for your service, most importantly, and uh, keep up the good work with the cars.
1: Definitely yeah I awesome. uh, will definitely tell Adam he'll appreciate that as well he loves those stories
3: he used to be an old construction worker too just for
1: yes yes <coughs> he's been a construction worker he's probably off doing that right now as, as he's on his way in uh all right guys thank you so much
3: be good Nick. definitely thanks guys
1: thanks uh all right so the last thing we'll we'll, <coughs> we'll we'll touch on as uh as Goldberg alluded to is man F1 what a what an interesting weekend what a crazy weekend and, uh, yeah, you know, they're catching
2: a lot of hell for the coverage on that too. And, and
1: I don't, I don't know. I
2: don't really understand. Did you watch it in real time? I mean, were you watching no, it?
1: I, I saw the videos of it afterward, and a lot of people tweeted us because we haven't. Covered F1 in a while, and then Adam and I were literally talking last week about crashes in F1, yeah. right? Well, last week, we went over the last few F1 fatalities and talking about how everything just
3: got so much safer now.
1: Yeah, and, and then everyone just hit us up and go, guys, stop talking about it. You jinxed it. This thing it went terribly awry. Like, what's what's going on? Please stop doing that. But uh, I know they're all just having fun with it. But uh, a ter- terrible accident at the beginning of the race. Um uh I, I don't know how to say his name exactly. Is it if it's Romaine or Roman or, or i I'm, I'm I know I'm gonna mess up his last name, but uh crashed and split the car and caught on fire. And uh the interesting thing is is he he put up a video, obviously somebody friend, family member shot it for him from his hospital bed, very enthusiastic saying, you know, thanks for all the support, we'll be there soon his hands were burnt. So it's all wrapped up. Uh, I believe his hands and his, his ankles got, uh, got some, got some burns. And, uh, the interesting thing is cause we talked, uh, and recently I think with, with Simon Pagino and, and Graham Hall and a couple of guys about, uh, the halo that's an in indie and now, and, uh, this guy was not really a fan of the Halo when it when it came out. Oh, I out. bet
2: he is now. He uh, saved him from cutting his head off.
1: And he said that in his video. He said, I was wrong. I know I was not a fan of this when it came out. He goes, the Halo is the reason why I'm here making this video talking to you today. Oh, uh, uh, they were right. I was wrong. This thing saved my life. And uh, fantastic crew that was there with, you know, uh, the – the safety crew and and we'll go on to another day and uh, he you know he talked about just flashes of his family between his eyes and he talked about seeing because uh, he was in the car for for quite a bit s- s- seeing the the plastic on his helmet start to turn orange and start to melt and and uh, he he thought uh, he thought of his family immediately uh, he thought of Nicky Lauda. And he's like, I, I just don't want this to happen. And like these things just flash in his head, and kind of got the adrenaline pumping enough for him to get out of the car. Because when the crew got there, he was he was stuck in the car, and they're and uh, just an just an amazing thing. It definitely speaks to uh, you know the the safety crew, the safety features of the cars. Now I'm glad he's okay. Uh, I I believe he. Didn't have a ride lined up for next season, Um, maybe was going to retire. So he wasn't going intending to race next year. But uh, uh, who knows where they're going to go from that. But, uh, you know, crazy thing to see. Glad he's okay. I mean, you know, at least walked away with it with just some minor issues with the burns and whatnot. You don't want any of that. But uh, pretty, pretty nuts, right?
2: It was terrifying. It was. I mean, I watched qualifying. I watched practice. Uh, my buddy who, who's buying the 765 LT was here, and he's a big F1 fan. And, you know, we were up at 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, whatever, watching practice and everything, so everything leading up to it. But, you know, it was right at the beginning of the race. Uh, he, he, it went wheel to wheel. He took a right turn, went right into the barrier. And the placement of that barrier is seriously in question. Number one. Number two, I guess, is the construction of the barrier or the the, the type of barrier. Yeah. Steel but, I mean, or whatever he, that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. He hit, he hit right in the middle, basically split the two pieces in half. And that's where he was lodged. And, uh, you know, the car broke in half. Um, it was terrifying. It really was. He was engulfed for 23 seconds and, you know, it was it was horrible it really was. To, it was amazing to see him walk out of that car. Oh, out of the jumped. flames
1: too. Just basically amazing. Yeah.
2: Um, amazing to see that he didn't sustain more damage than he did physically. Now, now, I mean, some, it's a testament to the halo and, and and all the safety precautions and the the uh the workers. I mean, they were there immediately.
1: Uh and and I believe I read something about while he was trying to get out of the car even with The uniform on and the gloves on, uh, he had to like grab part of the metal rail. Oh, absolutely! Trying to get him out, and as soon as he did that, like he was like, "Oh my god!" Just waving his hands. That's when his hands were on fire. Yeah, it was just yeah, because it was basically just hot, almost melted steel at this point. It was just just a fantastic tragic event, but uh you're right things are going to get looked at uh the, the good and the bad they're going to f- they're going to find some effectiveness of, of the halo they're, yeah. they're maybe going to find some effectiveness or or maybe a few adjustments to i don't know racing seats and gloves and uniforms and and things like that uh but yeah i'm sure the track and stuff like that is going to be uh, evaluated as well uh, you know absolutely this, this, that was
2: a, cra- a very it was an unbelievable uh uh placement of that turn in or or whatever the barrier i mean i i I was amazed that it was even there and it was signed off on it's just protruding out right around that corner it was terrifying you could see how somebody could lose control and hit that easily
1: yeah Well, it makes me think of insurance. So here's the Geico ad. Geico. (laughs) (laughs) You guys maybe own your home or you rent your home. Either way, I bet it could be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy and that's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home already just go to geico.com get a quote and see how much you could save it's geico easy visit geico.com today that's geico.com okay and then uh before we uh we're going to be running out of time in a few minutes just a little more information about some some pretty cool cars that are are out i know we touched a lot on uh uh Mustang Mach-E, there's going to be a driving event that's coming out soon. But uh, Ford said, hey, we've got the Mach-E, we've got the GT version of the Mach-E, and now they're going to have uh, the Performance Edition. It's kind of like the Performance Pack you'd find on the Mustangs and stuff. It's uh, It's still going to be 480 horsepower, but it picks up a little uh, a little extra torque to uh, 634 pound-feet of torque. Uh, The GT, the Mustang Mach-E GT, is the same 480 horse, but it's 600 pound-feet of torque versus the 634. And that results in about two-tenths of a second quicker, 0 to 60. And uh, so the Mustang Mach-E GT Performance Edition will do 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. Nice. (laughs) Nice. 3.5 3.5 seconds. This is Gotta this love is that. this is Mustang GT500 Territory. This is just uh, amazing. Now,
2: just a second slower than the TRX or faster than the TRX?
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> That's going to be amazing when you add the extra horsepower to it. Uh All right. So, what this also does is as far as range, that's the the question people keep asking is what's going to be the range? Not a huge difference. The performance pack and especially if you, you know, you you lean into that into that accelerator a bit, it's a 235 mile range, which is uh about a 15 mile hit over the uh over the Mustang Mach-E GT. So it's it's fine. What whatever. I don't think the 15 miles is going to make that much no. of a difference if you want this thing. <laughs> Uh, It also is going to come with uh, a number of performance upgrades. You're going to get 19-inch – it says 19-inch rotors, but I'm wondering if they meant – I guess they're saying 19-inch rotors on 20-inch wheels from Brembo brakes. 19-inch seems like a giant – rotor maybe they meant 19 front wheel and 20 inch rear wheels but some of the specs i have and again this isn't the <laughs> official ford stuff i've got the uh, ford email somewhere i'm gonna have to dig it up but uh it's got the big brembo brakes on it and uh uh and, and some you know some cosmetic things on it it's it has like a, a gray grill and 20 inch wheels and sports seats and kind of aluminum look on the dashboard and and some other co- colors that you can get that come from the Mustang including Grabber Blue and Cyber Orange. Uh it's going to be pretty cool. We we talked about the Mustang Mach-E. I think it's going to start in the $40,000 range, the GT uh 62,000 and uh don't have the costs yet on the performance edition yet, but um you know i it's not going to be ten thousand dollars so i i don't I wouldn't worry too much about that but um looks kind of badass i mean when we went to the initial unveiling of of this of the mustang Mach-E. the maki Thank you. <laughs> they said it was going to be in the 40 to 70 range, you know, for for all of the options, you know, all-wheel drive, two-wheel yeah. drive, big battery, big engine, big motors, yeah. Uh so it's going to fall into that range, it's going to be fantastic. So anyway, uh I think that's going to be kind of fun. Um the last thing I want to touch on when you're talking about hot SUVs is uh the Jaguar F-Pace SVR, which is just a beast of an animal. We drove the 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 Land Rovers, the, the Range Rover Sport SVR with the 550 horsepower is just a rocket ship and just one of the loudest SUVs you could get out there, like next to probably the Lamborghini Urus. Uh, the thing is just a... Trackhawk. Yeah, Trackhawk's pretty loud. Trackhawk's pretty loud. Um, but uh, the smaller version, you know, the, the Range Rover Sport, a little bit smaller is the, the Jaguar F-Pace SVR they're making a few little adjustments to it so the sVR has the same five liter supercharged v8s 550 horsepower um, torque increases from 502 to 514 it doesn't sound like a lot but they've also did a little nipping and tucking and and improve the look a little bit and it it the the new shape sharper cleaner 35 percent reduction in drag now the added torque the better arrow means That's huge. means this SUV yes. does zero to sixty in three point eight seconds. There you go. <laughs> and and I kind of like That's I kind of love that. What of
2: a world are we living into? Top that speed is a, That's great. One hundred seventy
1: eight <laughs> miles an hour. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just it's just nutty. Some of the, these things are nutty. Uh, they recalibrated the braking system. Uh, electric booster more stopping performance um all wheel drive 8 speed automatic transmission uh all standard paddle shifting uh you know and a bunch of uh different accents and stuff i'd love to actually get my hand on one uh my hands on one and get into one now of course the infotainment system has largely been the the issue with Jaguar Land Rover. This has their newest system in it. It's the 12.3-inch uh, high-definition touchscreen. It it has the ability to receive over-the-air software updates, which I think is good, both for the electronics of the vehicle and everything else. Uh, it also now has a wireless uh, a charging pad for your phones, active noise uh Active road noise cancellation technology, a bunch of new features uh, you would expect uh, it comes in at eighty one thousand seven hundred and fifty bucks, uh, which doesn't seem that crazy to me <laughs> you're getting an SUV that fast eighty thousand bucks eighty two thousand eighty one thousand
2: the size of it though. Right. I mean, you, you say know, it's a little smaller.
1: It, it's a, it's a little smaller. It's it's a two row. It's not a three row. But I, you know, to give you some perspective, it's the size of a Trackhawk. hawk. It would it would be that. Oh, it would yeah. be it it there would be go. that size. It's not a tiny SUV, but it's a good size two row SUV. It's not a three row like the Durango would be the three row, right? In the in the yeah. track hawk and the the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, oh, that's right. The, that's the right Cherokee. in the in the sweet spot then. Yeah. Uh, you know, and price-wise. I, I still feel like that's a really good size SUV. You can fit in a lot of stuff in it, and it's a good city size SUV. You know, like you can still drive it and park it. You're going to roll up in your Whole Foods. Yeah. You're not going to do that in the TRX. <laughs> um, I am. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to go to the
2: ATB in my TRX, not Whole
1: Foods. <laughs> not the Whole Foods. All right, before we la- wrap it up, uh, speaking of the TRX, uh, uh, our, you know, we were talking about Dodge. Uh, Dodge... Uh, Hor- Our friends at Dodge want us to reach out to you again. It's hard for you to
2: spit Dodge stuff out, I know, but
1: go ahead. Well, you know what? we got to read two ads, and the two ads are kind of the same, and I kind of want them to be different. So uh, Dodge uh, means horsepower and muscle, and you guys know that they ranked number one, J.D. Power, for initial quality. And uh, J.D. Power also named uh, Dodge the automotive brand with the best driver appeal for mass market brands. They're number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. It's the first time a domestic automotive brand ran away with both awards in the same year. And with enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder these guys are winning all the awards. So there's never been a better time now to join the Brotherhood of Muscle. See your local Dodge dealer today or visit Dodge.com. All right. uh, I think that's uh, good for today. And uh, we'll we'll have some more bronco sport for you next week i'll give you some driving impressions on that um i think coming up in the next couple of weeks oh well of course there's senna senna oh, yeah. and mclaren gt we'll be talking about that next week and uh more stuff so hopefully uh tune in next week and we'll do more how many more shows we got this year chris if you had to guess this year three 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 more shows then we're gonna take a little break all right uh, cool. Thanks, guys. Until next time, I'll keep the air and the spare in the bag and the wheel.
2: And the car on the road. Be good, <laughs> gentlemen. For the latest updates
0: and call in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Carcast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarcastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. Carcast is a Corolla digital production and
1: is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit show.com Hey guys, thanks for listening, and uh, if you want to see some uh, pictures of the the Bronco stuff and the McLaren and all the good stuff that we're putting up there. And of course, uh, truck stuff, always got to have truck stuff, lightning stuff. Just follow me at motorator. I'm on social media. I'm posting a lot of cool stuff up there. Hopefully you like it. I appreciate uh, you guys chiming in and adding the comments. And I try to get to them all and see them all and like them all or respond to them. So I appreciate you guys jumping in. Uh, and before we wrap it up, it's just another word from our friend's at Geico. We talked about maybe you own your home or you rent your home and it can be a lot of work. Well, Bundling your policies with GEICO is easy. Just uh, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already, especially because we're so locked down, we have to stay at home. So just go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com.
2: When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com podcast. That's grammarly.com podcast.
0: Easier said. Done. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to 2 days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply.